Hi, I'm Coco. Hi, I'm Hannah. And we, and we are, are the, the Social, Social Girls. Girls. Or maybe not. Welcome back to the Social Girls podcast. Today we have a very special guest, Miss N- sorry, Mrs. Nina Chalmers of Collect Design. <laughs> Got to get the misses. It does a little bit. <laughs> Mrs. Chalmers. It's a good name. Solid. It's a good name. Very it is solid. A good name. Easy to spell too. Really? Yeah. Why? I have to spell my first name and my surname for everybody. <laughs> really? And then I actually pretend that I'm related really? to Kyle Thomas because it makes it easy. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you know the, the swimmer? Yeah, that one. Yeah, same, exactly, same. Exactly right, yeah. Really? I feel like that's easy. No. My, my name, I don't I even... Yeah, mine's not great. How's your week been? My week has been really, really good. I've had a great week. It's been... Uh, had some really nice wins in terms of clients and got to do a brand discovery workshop, which I always love. Exciting. Nice. Yeah. Daughter's finishing her exams today, which is awesome. What year Already? is she in? She's in year 11. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Are these mid year exams then? Yeah. Uh, I yeah. Is she going to school in like <laughs> what? Year, no. Not yet. No, no, Not still yet. Still got a bit. Yeah, but it'll be good to get the moves over. Yeah, she'll be happy yeah. when that's done for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, do you want to just jump in and tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure, yeah. So I am the creative director and brand architect at Collect Design. So we are a branding and um, design studio. And we um, specialize in design solutions that are design thinking based, that are all about the user experience. And as I always say, there's um, in any design, the art strategy is just decoration. And that's definitely not us. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's what I do. Um, I was going to say during office hours, but I do that all of the time. <laughs> in my spare time, I'm also a wife and a mum. And um, I love hanging out with my friends, and who most of whom I've met through my daughter's school or through work. And yeah, I look forward to gym when I have the chance. <laughs> when do you have the chance? <laughs> with all of your outside all of, of, yeah, of time, office like working hours? Between um, midnight and 4 a.m. Yes, yeah. perfect time to go to the gym. And then it'd be empty if you weren't being there. That's so true. <laughs> Get the, the gym bro to wake up to go at 3 a.m. or something. Yeah, you oh, might yeah, run into them. Not me. So you, can see, you can see that I don't spend much time in the gym. <laughs> oh my goodness. So I'm super excited to have you on today because you have such a unique business venture. You're not, you are a graphic designer, but you like to dive further into people's brand identity and get into the nitty gritty of how people see you and why we're doing the things we're doing versus this is just the pretty stuff, which I really admire. I think it's really cool. Oh, thank you. Lovely. <laughs> Love a compliment. Oh yeah, always do. So I want to know, how did you get started as a graphic designer? So I was always really creative. Um, I was always drawing when I was a little kid and um, I did art at school as a subject and did really, really well in that. And it just, I was always really good at English and French, any languages and then um, really good at art, not so good at maths and science. I did get kicked out of science <laughs> for chatting. Got kicked out. Yeah. <laughs> I was quite a nerd, so I didn't, that was really upsetting, but anyway. So, <laughs> that sounds um, like me. But art was always a really good part for me. It was always my happy place. And so I did a fine arts degree straight out of year 12. 
and that was divine. I really, really loved that. It was so fun and it gave me a really good grounding in um, the theory of design and, um, and obviously fine art. And I also majored in um, photography and printmaking then, so that was a really good grounding for me for what has become my career. Yes. And then um, I, uh, so when I graduated uni, I was really lucky to get a job in a packaging design studio, a small one, uh, family owned, and I did a lot of illustrations for like JD packaging and that kind of thing, kids' books. And then I got an amazing opportunity to work in a big news media organisation, and that was incredible. I was there for 15 years. And oh, wow. There. Yeah. And I started in the um, advertising department, and then I worked um, my way up to, uh, worked a lot with the marketing department, so I got a lot of exposure designing magazines and newspapers and a lot of, it was all print. And then um, I moved to the editorial department and started working on infographics which are um, basically make news stories really, really interesting and easy to absorb. Mm-hmm. And um, I worked my way up from being the, uh, like the just a graphic designer to being the graphics editor, um, which was really, really cool and having a big team, that was great. And uh, I got amazing experiences. I worked on the World Cup soccer campaign with Coca-Cola and FIFA in 2010. Wow. That was amazing. Really, really nice to get that exposure. I watched um, amazing, um, like, post-time operations. Uh, like, um, I've watched open heart surgery being done. I've wow. Breast cancer tumor being removed. I've seen. This all for research to. This to was actually to explain how something wow. works in the infographic. Yes. Oh. So the so with the photographer and the journalist, mm-hmm. we go out on these kind of stories and all work together to put That's together crazy. an amazing package. Yeah, to kind of tell an engaging story, um, because you know newspapers are kind of a bit of a dying thing. So mm. our challenge was to create content every single day that would make people buy the product. Yeah, and so that's kind of what led me to what I do now is telling brand stories in a very compelling way and to make people connect in an emotional way in order to buy a product or buy into a service. So. Yes, and in the middle of all of that, wow. I had my daughter and did my journalism. I did a master's degree in journalism. So. Oh my goodness! Yeah. What a story! Yeah. Just yeah. Everything you said, I was like, whoa, whoa! Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, so, so cool! Yeah. yeah. I had no idea to make infographics like people actually had to go and watch like open heart surgery yeah. and stuff to get an idea. I mean, it seems obvious. Like, how else would you know? to do open heart surgery yeah. but it's so cool it was really cool and I think the whole thing is you know you've got to have very personal um, communication with whoever you're talking to so that's yeah. what we do with our clients now but in that situation I would either have to look often I would sit with the surgeon before the op and he'd tell me quickly in five easy steps how he was going to do this operation that was going to take the open heart surgery took three hours yeah. on a two-year-old, so that was amazing. Oh my God! Do you think that your heart is the size of your fist? It yeah. was incredible to watch. Yeah. Two-year-old, and I had a two-year-old so at the tiny. time. Yeah. yeah, so it was amazing. But with that one, I also got to see the little girl before, oh. and she was like she could barely get out of bed, oh. and like the doctor said, it was so sad she didn't have the energy to have a tantrum. Wow. And oh. then I got to see her afterwards, two days later, and she was running around the yeah. hospital. So that was incredible. Especially as a two-year-old. That's yeah. the prime age to have a tantrum. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I am a little bit partial to having a tantrum every now and then. Though. <laughs> Even but as yeah. grown adults. Exactly. 
<laughs> but um, yeah, so it's, it, that was really, really good. I loved that. But it did just set me up for everything that I do now in my business and helping business um, yeah. owners to tell their brand story. I mean, we actually got to sit and experience that last, was it last week? Yes, it so. was last yeah. week. Yeah. yeah, and even that, I mean, we've only had our business for six months. Um, but even that was just, I just like walked away from it being like, wow, <laughs> I feel like I just know so much more just mm. about why we started this business. And I mean, it was somewhere in here and I think it was probably the same for yeah. you, but to actually get it out in the open was really cool. It's like stuff like we always like we knew we worked well together yes we had no idea why yeah we've never like gone into that being like hannah was like this coco was like this Mm. and that's why we work well as business partners that was really interesting to find that out it was yeah so thank you (laughs) for me it's so divine to get this feedback but it's obvious to me but it's so nice to hear that it's actually made a difference to my clients and that I know that it's not obvious to them. I know that that's why they need these solutions. Yeah. Mm. But um, it's it's really, really rewarding to hear that every single time. It's so good. Let's jump into our next question. Yes. What is your take on branding versus a logo? Okay. So a lot of people <laughs> confuse. They think that if they've got a logo, they've got a brand. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely not the same thing. So a logo is just that little mark that people recognize your company by, and we all need one uh, if, you, if you have a company. Um, it's great if it works in black and white, because then it can be used in every application, but uh, basically it's just what people recognize you by, just a mark. Then you get all your branding, so that's everything that people can have a sensory interaction with when it comes to your business. So your um, business cards, your website, the tone of voice on the phone, how you dress, the smell of your office, Obviously, if you make wine, it's the, the taste of your wine, it's the feel of the paper, all of those things. So that's all your branding, brochures, all of that. Then your social media. Um, and then a brand is a feeling. So it's not something tangible. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. Mm-hmm. And we all have a brand, a personal and a business one. And it's up to us to um, basically decide what that brand is and how people feel about us and what they say. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we do is we help people to actually delve into their business and discover what the soul of their business is so mm. that they can make people feel a particular way about their business. Yeah. I never really right. even just hearing all that, the I mean, I've I sort of knew obviously there's a difference between a brand like branding and a logo, but then branding and brand as well, that's even you know, that's even two separate things again. So it's very interesting to hear all of that. Mm. I love all this stuff personally. I love <laughs> the idea that you're building this whole persona for yourself and for your business, and that that is your business. It's that unexplainable genesequa <laughs> that, that that you have. I love it so much, and I think it's so important. Mm, it is. It's so it's critical for everybody to have. So we know you have some opinions when it comes to this <laughs> next this yeah. next question. So in this day and age, there are a lot of startups, a lot of people throwing their hat in the ring try, trying to run their own business. Us included. Us included. <laughs> with very little startup money. And with that has bloomed Canva. Yes. How has Canva affected your business personally? And is there a time and place where it can be used? Or is it completely 
no go to the Canva. But first off, let me just say that I hate the woman that created Canva. <laughs> She's Australian. I know. Is she really? Yes. She oh, is. wow. So brilliant. Very beautiful. And I'm annoyed that I didn't think to look today. So, <laughs> so Canva is, <laughs> it's a brilliant concept and it has a time, it definitely is a time and a place for it to be used. And I think for startups where you have a minimum budget, I think it's amazing. It's really, really good. And um, the templates on there are beautifully designed. They're lovely. Mm-hmm. But the problem I have with Canva, and this kind of speaks to why you have designers and branding agencies who are still in business despite the advent of Canva, <laughs> yes. is that it's really hard to, um, to ensure, firstly, that everything is original. Mm-hmm. So I know that there's lots of templates, and so when people sell and sell and, and and you know what for startups doing their own branding in canva mm-hmm. i actually don't have a problem with that yeah. yeah it's people who claim to be graphic designers and brand strategists gotcha. who use canva yeah they've got no design sense whatsoever and no qualifications they call themselves branding and design and, and graphic designers yeah and they're actually just using templates that have been created by somebody else and I see examples of their work where they've used the same visuals over and over again for clients. Uh, so there's yeah. no originality there. Um, so it's not Canva per se that I've got an issue with. It's just how it's used. Yeah. And I think it just, there's that, that it, it opens it up for abuse. But Yeah, like yeah. people in your sort of league are trying to be like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm a graphic designer too, but really... They just well, there's a graphic designer, and then there's on Canva. Exactly, <laughs> there's graphic and designer, um, graphic designer, Canva, two different things. The yeah. thing I hate the most is when I see something and I know it's from Canva. Yeah, so because exactly. we do use Canva for, for sure. our yeah. social media, but you always have to make it original. Don't use a template straight off the bat. Like there's so many rules yeah. in place, so you can use it. Mm. Thing I hate is driving around. So we all live in Adelaide, mm. and there's this billboard. The Ridges Hotel, is that the one? That on the corner? On the corner. Mm-hmm. That's made in Canva, and I know it's made in Canva, and it really annoys me every mm. single day driving past this billboard. Like, massive billboard right on the corner of, like, if you're not from Adelaide, West Terrace and South Terrace is, like, the corner of our city that everyone from the South or the West drives into the city on. Yeah. And that's what they've chosen to represent well, their business. I sincerely hope that they have an in-house marketing coordinator who did that herself didn't pay thousands of dollars for that i know i'm hoping so too i even laugh just scrolling on instagram most of the time when i'm sort of in like our page and i just scroll and i'm like oh i know that template i know that template i know that template it's uh thing is is that all of your branding is actually actually collateral for your business it gives your business value yeah so if you go to a a qualified graphic designer or brand branding studio Mm -hmm. And they actually create original collateral for you with an original logo that you can trademark. That is actually developing saleable assets for your business. Yeah. So I think that's really important for people to know. Yeah. Rather than just getting, oh, yeah, you can get a cute little mark, definitely. (laughs) Absolutely. But is it something that's actually going to add value to your business and going to make your business look like the company you want to be in five years' time? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so a good you way need to, to always plan for growth and yeah, just have that in mind. Yeah. You know, just 
value, value your skills and your, your services that much that you actually give it an original mark. Yeah, for sure. So kind of following on from that question, what's your advice to new businesses and startups when they're trying to come up with their branding, come up with their logos? Okay, so definitely I think the most important thing is to be very authentic when you are developing your identity and try and be original. Um, that's the most important thing. And when you think about, you know, bear in mind that your logo is not your brand, mm-hmm. so you need to think about everything. Yeah. And when you are developing your brand story or, or talking about what you do, always think about why the, the end user would care So and why you're doing things. So everything you create for your business, do with, per- with a purpose. So I'm not thinking like, a warm and fuzzy kind of purpose that's nice to have it's good yeah. to have for a business and we all have that because that's the reason we get out of bed in the morning but it needs to be for a reason so don't just go and get a whole ton of mass maps printed out because just because yeah why why would people care why would people use that mass map and how would it make them feel about your business as an example so yeah i think um that's the most important thing and as soon as you do have the budget available and if you can afford it I would definitely hire hire a professional Mm. um, to help you with some element of your marketing or your branding because it is actually quite difficult to look at your business from the inside. It always helps to have somebody from the outside looking at it and kind of helping you to tell your brand story. Yeah, it sort of gives you a new perspective. I mean, Mm. even when we spoke to you last week, it was almost like you sort of brought thoughts and ideas out of us that were in there, but you know, that conversation and the workshop that we did just sort of pushed that a little bit, pulled that a bit out and sort of, yeah, helped us sort of get that next step being in the six-month mark. Yeah, it's also this little bit of, we share an office. Nina is the roomie that you guys hear about sometimes. <laughs> yes. And also just little advice that you give here and there, like that would look really nice with some black foiling on our business cards, stuff that I would not have even thought of, yeah. but would just elevate it to a whole other level by the most simplest changes is really awesome to have that around yeah and it just you know it it helps that i've had a couple of years experience to just and so that i can kind of come up with those really small little things this is a fun question what was a major fuck up in your career that you would like to share with us just oh my god and how did you overcome this i can't believe that you would expect me Firstly, expect that I would have made <laughs> not it, not even one. Then that's amazing. You, <laughs> you could just answer the question. Just say sorry. I'm just too good. I am perfect. <laughs> Sadly, I'm not, and we all make mistakes. But I think the most important thing is that we learn from them. Yes, yeah. which is what this segment is supposed to yeah. help with. <laughs> so making mistakes. Yes. Um, Okay, so um, a major fuck up. All right. Well, I think it was when I was um, I was working for the newspaper, and um, I had been entrusted <laughs> to design a poster that was that had the fixtures for the World Cup rugby on it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you've ever seen these kind of fixtures where it has like you can the the reader can fill in. So you do the first the beginning part, and then the reader can fill in who's in the next. Basically down to who's yeah. going to like who's going to play in the final. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So I was entrusted to do that, and um, I spent the whole day doing this amazing design. It looked really beautiful, and it had all these contoured images and text and 
looked so fantastic. I was very, very proud of it. And um, I can't remember why, <laughs> but I didn't get anybody to check it. I ran a spell check through it. I read it a million times. Yeah. For some reason, I didn't get anyone to check it, which is like a cardinal sin. Mm. Anyway, I think it was arrogance. I look back. Yeah. yeah. So the next morning I got to work and I, was, I thought I was a rock star that day. <laughs> yeah. I walked in and the um, art director of the newspaper, who was in my, one of my bosses, was a beautiful man and very seldom spoke to me, but at that stage, like, um, he said, oh, Nina, can I, um, can I just have a word with you? So I was like, oh, yeah, sure, thanks, no problem. Yeah. And, um... Followed him to his smoking room. Those are the days when you could have your own smoking room inside. <laughs> okay. And um, huh. he said, um, your poster that you designed looked really beautiful. And actually what I forgot to mention in the beginning is that they had a sponsor for it. who'd spent tens of thousands of dollars on uh -huh. advertising. Right, yeah. And he said, um, <clears throat> your poster looked really, really good. I just want you to have another look at it. Just run your eyes over it one more time. So I had a look at it. He said, you notice anything missing? Oh, no. <laughs> I'd left out a whole tier of the group games. Oh, oh no. So the actual thing didn't make sense. Yeah. Had it gone to print? It had gone to print. It had been published. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, so there's really no coming back from that, is there? Oh, no. no. <laughs> How old were you at the time when um, this happened? Oh. I was not that much younger than I am now. I was about <laughs> 26. Oh, so like six months ago. Six months ago. Yeah, I was, pretty, I was pretty new in my career. But I was devastated. I felt so bad. And oh, I thought no. he was going to fire me. And I was just like, I, I don't think I started to cry. I can't really remember. But I know that I apologised. Yeah. And yeah. I just, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I should have got it checked. And he said, okay, well, that was all I wanted to hear. I want you to know that you are sorry. I want you to know that you are sorry and yeah. that you know what you did wrong. Yeah. yeah. And don't ever do it again. It's crazy if you had just got someone to check it. I know, it would have been perfect. Which is what you do. Like, that's not even, you don't really get taught that. That's just common sense. Like, exactly. to just look. But, but yeah, oh in that moment, God. you were just like. So stupid. Anyway, that is now, I have. I always get someone else to check my work. I never yeah. did it again. It was a very, very, very big learning curve. I did get to redo it, and they published the, the newspaper, took the hit, and they published it again, and ran the ad again. Yeah. yeah. Without charging the client. And, but a, a, like a full broadsheet newspaper page oh, is worth no. tens of thousands. Yeah. So oh, wow. anyway, they took the hit, and I recovered, and I still managed to spend at least another 12 years working there and I eventually became the graphics editor who reported directly to that. <laughs> and was, was it the same guy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and when I left he was still there. Oh and, my goodness. Um, yeah, it, so that was a very, very, oh, that was a very harsh lesson to learn but now I, so then from then on I always got the, the, the grumpiest sub to check my work and yeah. to give me really, really, be, 
very honest feedback. Yeah. And yeah. I think asking people for feedback and asking people to check what you've done is can be really, really powerful. And if you can always see it as a learning experience, yeah. things are positive, it's really, really good and it can also save your ass. I think in ways it can be <laughs> one of the hardest things. And on the other hand, it can be super beneficial too because getting feedback from people can sometimes be a little a little daunting. But in this yeah. situation, it would have been very helpful. It would have definitely <laughs> been very, very helpful. And yes, and, and over the years, you know, I, I did get some really... I never got... No, no one ever said, oh, no, this looks like crap. No one ever said that. <laughs> well, that's good. Like, oh, this is too long. You've written this too long. Well, this doesn't make sense. This information yeah. doesn't make sense. I don't understand it. And then that is obviously also critical feedback. Yeah. yeah. And just asking for, for feedback from your clients, you know, sending out um, little um, surveys and asking for feedback of how you've done is also really, really good if you can get anyone to answer them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's always good to get feedback. Oh my God, what a way yeah. to learn that. <laughs> yeah. Not a story I've told before. <laughs> oh, first time it's telling it. It's a good story, though. It's yeah. a good one. I think it is good. Such a lesson that everyone needs needs to either know or learn mm. that feedback is, is is a gift, and it's not always people just trying to tear you down. It's constructive criticism mm. to make you better. Exactly, which is really helpful. Yeah, and also actually, yeah, being able to just say, "I'm sorry, I really fucked up." So, lucky last question: mm. How are you keeping social this week? Oh. Well, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to the gym. I'm going to the gym to do body balance tonight, which I'm excited about because I go with my daughter and my sister, so that's super fun. Oh, nice. And then uh, tomorrow night I'm going to Jami's kitchen for um, dinner with my girlfriend. Oh, I've always so wanted to lovely. go there. It's beautiful. It's so good. I keep I saying I'll go there and I never do. <laughs> yeah, it's really, really good. Beautiful. It's very fun. Nice. Is it Jami's kitchen? Jami's. Jami's. I've heard it so many times and everyone tells me to go. I've just never looked into it. What kind of food are they serving? Most um, important question. <laughs> uh, it's it's really beautiful. I'd say it's really beautiful Australian food. Yeah. Mm. Like beautifully prepared. It looks beautiful and just tastes absolutely beautiful. And they've been um, in the hospitality industry for many, many years, that family. And yeah, lovely, lovely food. That yeah. sounds like a lovely weekend. Mm. It does, yes. Ooh, what are you girls doing? Uh, I actually am having some friends over finally Friday night because I moved out last week. Um, So I said to my housemate, are you cool if I bring my group over? And I have a big group. um, And I was kind of like hoping that some wouldn't be able to come because there's like 10 of us. But so far, I think 90% have said yes. So (laughs) I I said to my house, I was like, I probably won't be too many. Like, you know, it's probably about five of us. But yeah, so there might be, yeah, about 12 of us. So that should be fun. <laughs> but I'm going to get everyone to bring a platter. So then idea. I don't have to do any dishes. <laughs> and then, a theme for platter? Have yes, it? yes. Like it's on TikTok and stuff at the moment. Yeah, I think I'm going to do like, you're on like a savoury platter. You can do like antipasto. You Mexican can do, platter. Yeah, I'm going to think I'm going to do that. And then they take their plate and leave. And uh, yeah, I don't have to do any dishes. <laughs> Like a really good yeah, idea. so I've got that happening. What about you? That sounds so fun. I want to be invited to that. <laughs> We're at Make full sure capacity. She's going to bring the, Maxi- the, the Mexican yeah. platter. <laughs> 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 maybe I'll take the plate and shut the door. <laughs> 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 Do you imagine? I know 
open the door back up again, don't stress. But <laughs> I just had dinners. I have a uh, I'm seeing my nan for the first time in a while on nice. Friday. I need to do that actually. That yeah. reminded me. The need nans. to call us. Gotta call the nans. Gotta call the nans. Yeah, mm-hmm. And then on Saturday, it's one of my good friends' birthdays. Yeah, that, that'll be fun. And what are you doing for that? To be fair, I don't know. I know she put it in my <laughs> something. Ca- she put it in my calendar. I think it's a dinner. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm really bad at these things. <laughs> That's why it has to be in my calendar. Then, like two hours before, I look and be like, okay, what am I actually doing? What do I need to wear? How much getting ready do I have to put into this? <laughs> like, as long as it's in the calendar, I'm fine. If it's not, then I freak out. Yeah, but the nice. rest of the weekend, just fixing up the baby room and getting the house ready. Oh, that's exciting though. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Nina, for joining us for this episode of the Social Girls Podcast. It's a pleasure. We've loved having you. We've, I've learned a lot. I've, I've always learned, learned a lot, lot when we have an in-depth branding conversations. It's so fun getting into the nitty gritty. And just a reminder to everyone, we no longer have our Social Girls podcast instagram we have thanks consolidated. to nina <laughs> thanks to nina we have consolidated everything is on the social show adl pages on instagram and facebook thank you for coming yeah.